So you are in for a super treat today. Um, I did, it's not very often that I get to find somebody like this out there in the world who just blows my socks off, but I just want to tell you who you're going to meet today. And I'm going to start it out with a little quote from her. And the quote was, I never much cared for nature or rather thought of it. It was okay as long as it just stayed outside, <laughs> which was brilliant. And that was by Gail Story. And Gail wrote a memoir, I Promise Not to Suffer, A Fool for Love Hikes the Pacific Crest Trail. This book is the winner of the National Outdoor Book Award, the Forward um, Indie Fab Book of the Year, Colorado Book Award, Nautilus Silver Award, Barbara Savage Award from the Mountaineers book, and is also getting ready to be um, excerpted in an anthropology from um, the Pacific Crest Trail by Mountaineers. And Cheryl Strayed from Wild said, this is a witty, wise, and full of heart book. I didn't want it to end. So I'm going to introduce you to Gail today. I'm so glad you get to be here with us. Thank you so much for being here. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. Gail, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to have you. Kelly, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan of Fit is Freedom, so I feel really honored to be on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to talk. I want to get stories. I want you to tell us <laughs> stories today. Could you tell us? Um, basically, you were married to um, Porter Story. He decided to retire and head out into the woods. What happened? Tell me how you guys started to do this whole Pacific Crest. And weren't you kind of like a party girl? I was a total <laughs> party girl. Um, um, Porter and I um, met in Houston. And um, we actually, this is, is, this is really funny. Um, we met at a Buddhist dinner party. And, and, you know, at the time there were only like six Buddhists in Houston, you know, and, <laughs> right. and so, yeah, so, um, so we, um, started dating and, um, I really was very much part of the Houston social scene, which I still am very connected to some, I, it's just such a fun town and the demographics were such, um, when I moved there that, it, you know, it's really, really a fun, exciting place to live. But, um, we met, um, and he he was still he was actually he was still working he's only retired fairly recently and he's 70 now and i'm almost 75 wow. which i'm excited about yeah and um so we um he was a hospice doctor and i you know he's very compassionate and kind and brilliant and one of the pioneers on hospice and palliative medicine. And uh, I, of course, had my writing career and 
um, I tend to be wickedly irreverent about all kinds of serious subjects from um, social issues. Uh, So my first two books were novels, but um, I had never really hiked or camped before I met Porter. And um, so, well, he took, he took a, he had a break in his career um, to start a palliative care service at one of Houston's hospitals. And so he took um, uh, several weeks off. And the first thing we did was we biked on our tandem from um, Houston to Camden, Maine. And we biked into Camden on my 54th birthday. I can't believe. Yeah. And then the next year we biked on our tandem from Houston to San, the San Diego to the actual foot of the Pacific Crest Trail. And wow. so, um, and so Porter, then the next, then shortly after that, Porter said, um, I know, let's hike the Pacific Crest Trail. And I would never hiked a camp before. <laughs> You're like, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually, what? Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah. 2,600 miles long, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. And so I, you know, I, I was already kind of worn out from our little bike trip, seven weeks to get to Maine and five weeks of pedaling hours. And, you know, you don't realize, Kelly, how windy our country is and oh. how many hills there are in the mountains. Right? There are mountain ranges and hills. It's, it's They're everywhere. Cool. <laughs> They're everywhere. It's kind of wild out there. Yeah. So, um, so I knocked back the rest of my class of a very nice Malbec. <laughs> and I said, sure, why not? Let's like the Pacific Crest Trail. Let's do it. And yeah, yeah, let's do it. And it, t- it actually, I'll be honest with people, if you're going to attempt something like this, it takes about a year to prepare, to train right. and figure out your gear, figure out how you're going to get your food resupplies and um, who's going to help you ship from uh, wherever your supplies are. And there are lots of great books on how to do this. And um, and in the appendix of my book, I also have a section on how to resupply. And uh, Porter and I, since um, I guess that we were in 2004, I, so I, you know, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't very terribly young. So we wanted to be ultra lighters. And he sews most of our gear and adapts and invents. And so my uh, pack was um, basic weight before food and water, 11 pounds. Oh, nice. And he, nice. Yeah. And his, his was 12. And then we, wow. it, okay. mine got up to maybe max 20 with food and water. So okay. and uh, I, hang on for one second. Cause if you're, if you're listening and you haven't done this kind of backpacking before, that's probably roughly half weight of what some people carry and so that's super smart congratulations yeah yeah Yeah. i'm not sure i could have done it without uh, no ultra light but um i trained and um i love to dance any kind of hip-hop hoop dancing with a hula hoop um um uh jazzercise uh country western you know i and so i um have Dancing is was my was one of my things, but then I had to learn to uh, walk long distances. So when we were training, we put I put on my 
fully loaded pack and walked with Porter to the Texas Medical Center where his hospice was. And um, I um, uh, walked back home. And so I gradually trained by walking that way. But I, a lot of my training, there's just no substitute for actually being out on the trail. And if I had to do it over again, I would have done some shorter trails before then. And so um, the main way I prepared was, for, was by throwing a succession of really fun, outrageous dinner parties to say goodbye to my <laughs> friends. In That's case how you I, train. Yeah, right. What is that called? Car- carb loading? <laughs> yeah, carb loading. Right. Yeah. And also, um, you know, to say goodbye to people because I fully expected I could die out there. <laughs> I, mean, right. is, I can imagine. This is actually. so crazy. Yeah. Uh, this is a really crazy thing. And um, so we had a lot of fun. Um I, you know, we, we sold our house, um, sold my car, which I had this really fun fire engine red RX-7. We sold my car and, the, and then we moved into a loft in downtown Houston that became our staging area. And um, the bedroom was, uh, you know, we had all these bins to figure out our gear. Sure. And yeah, so, um, so we trained and then... Um, uh, we tend to leave on all of these long trips, usually around Easter weekend. So I think it was Easter weekend of 2004. Uh, we flew into San Diego. Uh, a volunteer picked us up, dropped us off at the foot of the trail. And the very, I think we spent the night there at the trailhead. And the very next day, we literally had to hike 23 miles to get to water. Oh, and I wow, had that's never. A, that's a long. That's a yeah. long first day. In the desert, and it was hot. Right. And we carried some water, but um, we got lost because, you know, my I just because you had believe. to get lost. Yeah, yeah, we had to get lost. <laughs> it's part that's of the right. story. <laughs> it's part of the story. I know we were lost. Yeah, and as Porter says, "Me not lost, teepee lost." <laughs> and so, um, but we, you know, gradually I uh, increased my speed, and so we got up to doing about seventeen, um, eighteen. 20, 21 miles a day, except in the high Sierra, where we sure. could only, in the snow, that was a very snowy year, a lot of ice, a lot of kicking steps up um, icy slopes. And I have some really scary looking pictures of that on my website at gailstory.com. Yeah. Okay. Let me hang on for just a second. Um, and if y'all didn't hear that, it is Gail Story. It's S-T-O-R-E-Y.com. And we will link to everything you've done in the show notes because there's just like so much to share. But I'd like to just deviate a smidgen here because here you are, you're, you've sold your car, you've gotten married, you sold your car, you've, you've ridden tandem across this country one way and then the other way. And now you're heading 2,600 plus miles. Um, is this a love story too? How does this end? <laughs> Y'all are still together, it, right? <laughs> it is. Yes, we're still together. We've been married about 30, almost 35 years. Nice. And he's my first and only husband. Nice. <laughs> I didn't get married till I was 40. I was just having, you know, having too much fun out there. You know, <laughs> I, I hear this been, word fun a lot. So I like yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you know, plus I wasn't ready. I had a lot of issue, intimacy issues. And um, like, who doesn't? Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, um, it, this 
one, it's really pretty interesting to be uh, out living out in the wilderness in a, in under very spare circumstances. A lot. It's every day. There's a different ordeal. You know, the issue with right. not right. enough water, um, running out of food, and you got to speed up to get to your next resupply point, which can be anywhere from three days to a week to ten days from where you got your previous resupply. And so, um, all what you find is, and everybody says, "Oh, be so peaceful to just be oh, out no. there on the trail." You're surviving. No. You're surviving, but not only that, your um, internal, um, all your old tapes, tapes from your early childhood, you know, something that your, one of your siblings said to you years and years ago, it plays over and over and over because it's so, it's quiet out there and you get into the depth of who you are and I think the big the biggest thing that I get out of a relationship with my body especially something that uh of that magnitude is hiking the Pacific Crest Trail is you really get to know yourself better and you get to know the person that you're with and um Porter and I um I feel it was the best thing that we could have done for our marriage our marriage was good but um uh you know it was his second marriage um we had kind of dovetailing emotional issues um old uh, old trauma and so you're 24 7 with the same person under very out of your comfort zone big time and not no escape into usual depending on each other 100%. Right, and exactly, and it just develops a level of trust that I think is unusual, and I feel so fortunate to have had that experience. I, and, you know, uh, if I could say this, I, I looked all over your website earlier, and all I see are pictures of two people hugging each other with big smiles. Like, it just looks like you guys are having a, a, a story time relationship. Yeah, we are, but we've worked at it. I'm sure. And every, yeah, and on every, you know, every dimension of it, like like sex. Imagine Kelly. Okay, you're grungy. You haven't had a shower in days. Um, you know, you got a normal libido, and um, you're you know, your lovers in addition to husband and wife, and um, the your we share we we had one quilt instead of separate sleeping bags because. I wouldn't hear of a separate slavery bag. So and I think, you know, the reason I went out there was because I wanted to keep an eye on him and make sure he'd be okay. I felt that um, because he had done a previous cross-country bike trip without me where I had to be, um, I went ahead and behind in the car. And I and that, this was before cell phones. Can you imagine I lived at a time I remember, old enough? Yeah, I know. I remember yeah, well, that we, time. Where we had cell phones, yeah. We were both dating ourselves. <laughs> I don't believe you remember a time without cell phones. Oh, I do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I decided never again am I going to put myself through that level of worry and not knowing where he is and where I'm supposed to be to pick him up and support his adventure. So I thought it'll be easier for me to ramp up 
train and learn to um <laughs> to hike Sorry, that's hysterical <laughs> i know it is yeah but you know i mean i see pictures on your website yeah. you've got champagne in one hand and you've got um, you've got a tiara on in the other hand <laughs> yeah 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 good I, for you you know, I, you know i now have three tiaras <laughs> I mean, yeah, I have my dress-up one that um, I, I, in Houston, I used to run around with these um, identical twin um, uh, drag queens, as they right. say, um, female in person. They, at that, those days, they called themselves. So um, so I, I learned, you know, how to shop for GR. So I have my everyday one, and then I have my <laughs> kind of slumming one. <laughs> so, so you're right. If there is, uh, I do still, have, you know, tiaras are an important part um so where was i let's see. I, oh, sorry so, i mean yeah. i just like no no just no, no took you completely like, off your story but you know what no. actually let me this kind of leads into my next thing is that you're a huge meditator too which is like yeah. you know tiara on one hand meditation on the other i see these stories on your website where if your husband heads off for a month-long adventure you're hanging out in the desert for a month meditating Tell us about that. Like that's yeah. that's big. Well, right after um, Porter and I had been dating for a year, I had um, I guess I've been had a meditation practice now for forty eight years, and uh, right and done short retreats, and so had Porter from, from different um, teachers and um, methods. But I decided right before I married Porter, if I were going to do a three month retreat. Uh, I did. I it, it better be now, and so um, I uh, went to IMS, which is a Vipassana Buddhist monastery in Massachusetts, for three months, seventeen hours a day of meditation, walking and sitting meditation, um, complete silence, no talking, except for every three days you got a few minute interview with one of the four teachers just so they could reassure you you weren't going crazy because right. <laughs> you know yeah yeah because you can imagine you know how you get to know yourself under those circumstances and so um so my so the inner life is very really important to me and um i think that the the body uh with your fit is freedom podcast you do a great service kelly by helping people be embodied and i really believe in uh the body mind heart heart spirit soul whatever you call it um synthesis and connection and i have spent my whole life de developing uh opening because I no longer feel like I'm the doer. I now feel I'm much more in the flow. And I feel that um, the, the, oh, this, ha this is happening to me lately. The, um, I can't believe it's taken me this long in my life to come to this. But this wonderful peace comes sometimes to me. And I forget what I was saying because it's like this really lovely blissful stillness so if I if I just go like it's like I you know it just it's starting to happen spontaneously but I think it's partly because I am so embodied and um I just right before this I was working out with my strength trainer and um 
I'm getting ready for, and then I got on the recumbent bike at the club because guess what? I'm in a month, I'm going to have a knee replacement. Oh, you are? Wow. <laughs> I am. And I, you know, I've had this, I think I got this knee issue from a skiing accident. Oh, maybe back in 1988. But I think when you're fit, you can manage a lot of physical issues that other people just, they would have a domino effect. So absolutely. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So true. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I that's the another thing before I forget, I do want to say that I think um, ma- ma- many of your listeners are um, much younger than I am. But I really I came to physical fitness fairly late in life, but it's never too late. And I really believe in um, developing that connection be- between your mind and your body and your heart spirit soul and i i i think that um it's 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 a it's a way to really find the joy in being yourself and and being um the joy in life and so coming right. to, yeah so i think it's really really important to to attend to your interior as in balance with your body yeah, it's so true because when you don't, it's when you're in that disconnect, then it it never quite comes together. But when you start getting connected, like the whole piece, and it just it changes everything because it just becomes easier. And you said something a minute ago that I have to acknowledge because I will have occasionally somebody on the uh, podcast who says, oh my gosh, I just forgot what I was going to say. I cannot believe it. And they just like kind of like have a, have a moment, right? But it's not a good moment. And the fact that you can go, wait a second, I just forgot what I was going to say because I am in bliss right this minute. Ah, I love it. <laughs> Thank you, because it's yes. so true. It happens sometimes, doesn't it? It does, and it's a wonderful thing. And it doesn't, if anything, um, I find that um, the interior life and meditation practice and the connection with the body, and you know how they say the issues are in our tissues? Right. So, so much of our emotional trauma is in our tissues. And by being fit and strong and uh, cultivating whatever kind of uh, physical fitness activities we like, then we free up those um old things and it releases so much energy i i can't get over how much energy i have lately oh another big thing that i recently i'm always learning something that just why did i not know this before is i'm 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 very disciplined i've had to be disciplined in order to make myself gets even get started with things like physical fitness but now i am learning tenderness like putting my left hand on my heart because i can um the superego can kind of take over with physical fitness the shoulds you know people say oh, oh gosh, i should shoulds. work out oh, yes. right i should do yoga i should meditate uh I don't, don't shoot on yourself. Right. You know? It's so Just, true. Like yeah. everybody's so tired of me telling them stop with the shoulds, but you're right. Right. Like when you right. have compassion for yourself, yes, exactly. it's like, 
completely different. Yeah. And this is a whole different, like, <laughs> if you're if, for the listeners right now, I bet you never thought we were going to be talking about the Pacific Crest Trail and shitting on yourself, but it's true, right? Yeah. It's, yes. When you have that compassion for yourself, it's so much easier to, to do all the things that you feel like you want to do for yourself. Yes. Yeah. It's the source of true vitality instead of flogging yourself. Yeah. 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 yeah we don't, we don't really work well being flogged. It, no, no, it, we don't like, no, you know, people, some people say, well, that's because, you know, you're that kind of person who is independent or stands up or whatever. No one does well when we beat ourselves up. Right. It's so much better when we're, we're kind to ourselves and yes. allow ourselves to do the things that we want to do. Allow yourself to, I mean, I have to go back to the very beginning because like allowing yourself to, to go on this long, long trip, the super hike, I'm going to have to call it because you're wanting to make sure that your husband's okay. He's probably thinking, oh my gosh, is she going to be okay? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But together yeah. you guys did this amazing trip and then you came back and I think you said it took you like 10 years to write the book because you just wanted to follow through on everything. Yes. And there. Yeah. There's so many dimensions to the book. Um, which I discovered, uh, I um, I thought, well, I'll just write a memoir. I'll put Porter's, the, it was so outrageously funny how we would have two versions of the same event. Oh, like, like, absolutely. Like getting, like getting lost, you know. Right. Um, and so my journal would have um, my account and his journal. We each kept a journal. <laughs> and, and so I thought, all I'll do is I'll just juxtapose two pages, you know. Porter's version of an event, my version of an event. But it turns out the journal notes do not a memoir make. And, <laughs> and so once I started, I thought, wow, there are all these other threads about our marriage. And I put little uh, snippets of our journals in, in the book um, because mine will be all this um, – a psycho spiritual psychosexual i'm very upfront about um um i have a chapter called sex under the tarp about because right. right. you know, it brought up all my old intimacy issues and sexual issues and um and it brings up a few new ones you know you're out there <laughs> sleeping on the ground and the, the chipmunks are looking at you. And, you, know, <laughs> you haven't bathed in a month. <laughs> no, you haven't bathed right in forever. Right. And um, yeah, so, um, so there I go again. So, uh, oh, so, sorry. so his turn, I keep yeah, getting no, you off track. No, 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 no. And I know no, you've got somewhere to be, but sorry, I just no, had no, to do that. No, no, I love, I love this kind of conversation. It's so spontaneous. Yeah, I really, I see, I so see that in you, Kelly. Thank you. Um, so, so Porter's journal, uh, my journal would say, you know, it would have all this, um, thinking about things and carrying on and, and that, and, and, um, Porter's would be very brief, like a, a few lines, like, um, um, the basics for him, um, had, um, Raymond noodles with, uh, tuna and cheese for supper um i'm so grateful to god to be out here period 
that's right yeah and yeah and mine would be well we got lost pages, blame me pages. but i know it's yeah right yeah it was his fault and i you know i how can i can't stand this any you know what i mean i would be yeah funny oh that's so yeah. funny but you know i mean y'all did it and yeah and then not only that you've just had continued to have adventures upon adventures upon adventures so okay and i and i know we have to wrap this up but let me just ask you a couple of things like one thing was that like now what are you doing now after all of this after this beautiful book what's what's now what's next what's going on um right now um what's going on is I think largely because of our, um, well, first I'll tell you, you know, the physical fitness stuff. I, I very much um, learned that it's how much I love being embodied. And so I, at most mornings, I, uh, in some combination, pretty much every morning, the whole morning, I have some combination of um, different days of the week, hiking, strength training, Coyote yoga, which is great for the joints, especially for older people, but for everybody. Uh, Pilates class one morning a week. And uh, so there's that is a big part of my life. And Porter, uh, that's a big part of his life. He has a different trainer and all of that. And um, it, but the we're doing, because of our connection with the earth, we are very involved in um, environmental activism, and we uh, we volunteer, we uh, contribute in any way we can. And since we live in Boulder, Colorado, and I don't know if you've been reading about, we've had some huge wildfires here. Um, yeah. The end of December, the you, the wind, the climate change is causing um, dryness here. Um, wildfires and an incredible wind, the much longer period of wind. And so what we are really interested in is um, renewable energy and fire mitigation. So we had um, right right now, Porter is doing a lot of research and step by step we are doing our, um, we are hoping to age in place in our house. Okay. And uh, so he we're He's there are all these products that if you do the research, um, like you can keep the embers from getting up into the attic of your house by um, uh, instead of conventional soffits. People who know about soffits, I now know okay. more about soffits than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there are dozens of things you can do for fire mitigation, and we have long been very much into renewable and sustainable energy. So uh, we have we have been working for several years. So we have uh, photovoltaic and solar um, um, thermal panels on our roof. Uh, we have uh, pretty much er, er, we are pretty much we're on the grid, but our electric bill is guess what zero because wow. it goes goes back into the meat. So we are um, in a very practical way. We are trying to do what we can for the environment by. Um, in in very personal ways and how we live and how we um uh the causes we support and um and then the other thing we our meditation practice is very important 
Um, we, we each spend a fair amount of, um, you know, I don't even want to say time because in an odd way, the meditation practice for every second you put into it, you gain, somehow time gets stretched. You know, you just gain, you gain time that way. And so um, that's another thing. We have a very active social life. But we have there. We have a lot of. Um, we travel in multiple circles in Boulder and Colorado. We have from from each of us having lived various places. Porter went to Stanford, and um, I went to school in Chicago, New York, and Houston, and um, Annapolis, Maryland, and various places. So we have a national network of friends that we like to stay in touch with. Um, and and another thing, Porter and Porter and I are always thinking of the next adventure. But right now, our big adventure is this environmental activism. But we did hike the um, Porter hiked the Continental Divide Trail a few years ago, and I went ahead and behind in the car as his trail angel, and right. uh, dropped him off at a trailhead and uh, drove to the next little town. Some really wonderful funky little towns out in the middle of montana wyoming you know where it was it was strange but wonderful to realize what good people live in this country kelly oh yeah These people are so good we, you know and then um and then so it took took two summers for two complete like five month summers we had to leapfrog over colorado because of the snow in the um Rockies. And so then um, the subsequent, the third summer, Porter biked the Great Divide mountain bike route. And we did the same thing where I went ahead and behind. But what I did was section hike each on each of these trips. Sure. I would hike up a uh, little ways behind him, hike out and then drive to the next town and then hike in to and meet, meet with him, resupply him, sometimes take him back to town and wherever I was. So, um, so that's one type of adventure we've been doing. And, and, and right now, um, my, um, my book, I promise not to suffer is uh, fool for love hikes, the Pacific crest trail is still, I'm so that thing that makes me happiest about it is how helpful it is to people. The, oh, yeah. um, yeah, all the strands about our marriage relationship, how to get a little, how to deepen your intimacy under arduous conditions, just the sheer outrageous fun of the adventure. Um, and so that I'm still enjoying podcasts, like talking with people like you sure. and um, magazine interviews and um, things like that. So that's my wow. story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. This uh, was an amazing interview. And for everyone listening, it's Gail Story, S-T-O-R-E-Y, and dot com. You'll find her book, um, I Promise Not to Suffer, A Fool for Love Hikes the Pacific Crest Trail. Is You can find it, right? on in bookstores if you can find a bookstore and on of course Barnes and Noble and Amazon and and all the other booksellers online uh and Gail thank you so much for being here today you were an amazing just an amazing interview and someone so much fun to meet thank you so much Kelly namaste thank you namaste thank you again so much for listening today. 
I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.